Memorial Day weekend in Chicago is often marked by violence, in addition to barbecues and beaches, and this weekend was no different. Often the violence is viewed through the lens of villains and victims, but it's more complicated than that. Usually the people doing the shooting were themselves pushed into gangs at very young ages. For 31-year-old Jonte Adams, the path leading to his own daughter's murder started when he was just a little boy. He told his story to WBEZ's Patrick Smith for the most recent season of the Motive podcast, which follows Chicago's anti-violence workers. The day Jaslyn Adams was killed, April 18th, 2021, her dad, Jonte Adams, picked her up from her aunt's house. She was seven years old. Everyone called her Pinky. She wanted McDonald's, and he wanted to be a good dad, so he took her. But in the drive through lane, he noticed something that gave him a bad feeling. By the time we got to the uh, speaker thing, I seen the car come through the, um, through the exit. Jonte had spent years in a gang, on hyper alert for danger. And something about the car, it just seemed off. And, like, by me being active and involved in the streets, I, like, you know, certain signs I know, like, oh, this ain't good. The car pulled up behind him and boxed Jonte in. Jonte saw the driver's face, and he saw there were two other men with him. Then he saw one of the guys get out of the car behind him holding a big rifle. Jonte hit the gas to hop over the drive through curb to get away, but he crashed into a pole. They were shooting from the back, and one of the bullets from the back came and hit me directly in the spine. My daughter's in the passenger seat. She was saying, Daddy. Like, that's how I knew. Like, when I got shot, it was coming from, at first it was a, a daddy. You hear these gunshots? And then it was, she seen me get shot, and it was like a daddy. But I know, like, man, I'm hitting. Now I kind of go into a panic because I got my daughter. Like, she probably said daddy like three times. And when I looked, she was just, like, laying down. And But she was already gone. Sometimes I wish I was with my daughter. You know, sometimes it hurts to be here. Some of the news coverage blamed Jonte for his daughter's killing. That idea weighs on him. It's almost too much. Since the murder, he's been in therapy. And he's in a better place. Honestly, it helped me understand um, how I grew up, things that I missed out. Like, um, you know, I come up in a um, one-parent home. Father was incarcerated and things like that. So my counseling and therapy has really just helped me understand me and what I come from. Jonte grew up just off Chicago Avenue a street with a reputation for heroin dealing and violence on the west side. He says he was 11 years old when he started feeling pressure from his own family to be out in the streets, acting tough and earning money. My father um, ran and hustled on the same block I hustled on. My father got shot on the exact same block I got shot on. So, uh, you know, it's some things are inherited. Some people inherited good things, some people inherit the bad things. You know, I inherited something my father was already a part of. Jonte's father was in prison when he was a preteen, and Jonte could feel the pull of the streets and the gang that claimed his home as part of its turf. Jonte says he was 14 or 15 when he decided to join up. Just a boy, making a decision he didn't understand. In the midst of his gang involvement, Jonte started making music. He was a drill rapper by the name of Tilla. Drill is Chicago slang for a shooting. It's also a type of music that originated in the city and focuses on violence and gang conflicts. The last video Jonte made before the shooting shows him mocking a rival gang. You ain't no killer. You a You gonna run from confrontations. That status the is. I don't need no It was those songs and videos that put a target on Jonte's back. A target he was still wearing the day he took Jaslyn to McDonald's. 
Jonte spent two days in the hospital after the shooting. When he got out, he went to a vigil for Jaslyn and talked to reporters. I see my daughter face down in my car. I will never forget the old man. I want my daughter's killers locked up. After the emotional vigil, Jonte checked into a hotel in Lombard, a suburb west of Chicago. He didn't think his old neighborhood was safe. The guys from Jonte's block drove the 20 miles out to see him. Friends was asking me, like, okay, look, what are we going to do? This is what we going to do. And they telling me, like, look, we gonna, this is what we going to do. Jonte's friends were saying, it's time to go shoot up the gang that did this. Answer blood with blood. And I'm like, no. I'm telling them, like, y'all, go be with y'all kids because at the end of the day, I can't, I can't have it on my conscience if something happened to y'all and then y'all get took away from y'all kids because of an angry decision I made about my daughter. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, somebody got to try to stop it, you know, but... This was my breaking point, but they didn't understand it. Jonte's friends had come to the hotel to send a simple message. Stop talking about the murder in public and do not cooperate with police. And to me, I'm like, well, it's my daughter. Like, you know, there's so many children out here. And that's what that was my main thing. I, I didn't want my daughter to be just another unsolved gun violence case. Jonte was making a huge choice to turn away from the friends he'd had since childhood and reject the life he'd been born into. It was a costly decision. When Jonte's friends realized he couldn't be persuaded, they turned on him. But Jonte was steadfast. Police came to see him at that same hotel room. They showed him video. He identified the alleged attackers, and all three men that Jonte says killed Jaslyn are now facing murder charges. Jonte has moved from his old home. He feels like a target, both for his old opposition and his former friends who didn't want him to leave the life or cooperate with police. This has going to be the rest of the rest of my life, you know? Like, is everybody going to look at me like a target? Is, like, is I'm ever going to be comfortable in my own skin again? Despite the fear, the alienation, Dante has dedicated his life to preserving his daughter's memory and building a legacy for her in death. He speaks frequently about the tragedy, hopeful it will encourage others to leave the gang life and help create a world where other young people don't feel pushed into the same choices he made. And he's back to making music again, this time songs with a positive message, like a memorial tune to his daughter. Love you, baby. Patrick Smith, WBEZ News. Why do love start off so good, but in the end turned out so painful? Seven years I got to know you for them few years I am grateful. Ain't questioning God, but I question God. Today you left like why he take you? Got me. Wanna have another child, and again I don't, cause I can't remake you. Changed my life so much, I love you. Just wanna taste and tell you thank you. Most I ever did was I'll let you can raise my hand and spank you. Jonte's story is an excerpt from the most recent season of WBEZ's Motive podcast. The podcast follows anti-violence workers in Chicago over the course of a year. That's Motive. Season 5. This is WBEZ.